Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to The Scoop. I'm your host, Frank Chaparro, editor-at-large at The Block. And today, joining us in person on the other side of the mic is our guest and friend, Drew Foreman, managing director and head of Cowan Digital. Today, we're going to be discussing, <laughs> I mean, goes without saying, the uh, calamity that underpins the market right now with um, FTX and Alameda. You guys have an interesting perspective as a, I don't know if we want to say like a execution services, kind of a, you know, getting towards prime broker. Is that fair? Yeah, I think we're, uh, we're sort of a full services digital offering that's, that's mirrors what a lot of the investment banks do across equities and other assets. Um, first of all, Frank, thanks for having me. Of I'm course. a huge, huge fan. Um, but I was talking with your producer earlier and I saw the athletic greens here and we were debating with the office, uh, what, what it actually tastes like, but I do use it every single day and I'm, I'm, I'm happy your sponsor and, and athletic greens. If you want, if you want to come for me, I'll do commercials as well. Yeah. And you have a great voice for it. But anyway, before we dive in, I want to take a moment to thank our other sponsors. Huobi, one of the world's leading virtual asset exchanges, has been providing convenient and professional virtual asset management services to more than 50 million users in more than 160 countries for nearly a decade. At Huobi, their mission is to make crypto accessible, to help you understand risks and make informed decisions to protect you and your assets. Learn more today at Huobi.com. This episode is also brought to you by Ledin. From Bitcoin and USDC savings accounts to Bitcoin-backed loans, Ledin's financial services enable you to benefit from your holdings today without selling your Bitcoin. Learn more about Ledin at Ledin.io. Ledin, where your digital assets come to life. All opinions expressed by hosts and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and not necessarily those of the blocks. Podcast guests may have taken positions in the assets or other matters discussed in this podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. For full terms, visit theblock.co slash terms dash service. Once again, I want to welcome our guest, Drew Foreman, Managing Director and Head at Cowan Digital. Actually, before we dive in, let's let's kind of dive a little bit deeper into uh, what Cowan does on the digital side and maybe your role. And then we can, we can talk about everything that's going on, but maybe for folks who are unfamiliar, just to give them that foundation. Yeah, let's, let's uh, start from the beginning. So I was running the uh, derivatives team at Cowan, so equity options, ETFs, and risk ARB, and uh, really built up that business there. Um, my partner on that side who ran trading, Eric Rose and I, uh, were talking, you know, really pushing Bitcoin option trading in 2019 to the higher ups. Yeah. Um, so deep pandemic 2020, um, we got the go ahead to really start exploring digital. Um, and if you take a step back and look at Cowan as an investment bank, it, it really flies under the radar, but is, is among the top five or top 10 in the US um, in almost every category and really has such an entrepreneurial spirit that it leans into some of these businesses that other firms might shy away from. So derivatives, we've been number one in SPACs for a long time. Um, cannabis has been a huge area, both on the banking and trading and research side for us. And digital similarly fit in, which had, um, you know, a complicated regulatory environment. Yeah, but also much the, like cannabis. Much like cannabis, um, especially on a federal level. Um, and then 
but just a huge opportunity and our customers were really asking us for developing these products. Um, so we started the Cowan Digital Working Group uh, in 2020. That grew to 40 people at Cowan organically. Um, no one was forced on it, but we had head of compliance, head of legal, um, many people from our operations and tech, as well as sales and trading on that. And digging in, we realized this was going to be a huge undertaking. So. We set up a separate company, Cowan Digital, still, still largely under the Cowan umbrella, but outside of the broker-dealer um, for regulatory purposes. And um, since then, we've made about a dozen hires specifically into Cowan Digital. Um, fortunately, the crypto winter has allowed us to pick up some amazing talent from places like blockchain.com and Coinbase and Paxos, um, and really building out just an amazing team um, You know, with the same values that Cowan has, where culture is the most important. And what's the bread and butter of the business? So we're starting with spot trading. Um, we are live for most so of this year. I'm an institutional year. trader. I'm a hedge fund. And for some reason, I'm inclined to trade in this market. I'll come to you and you'll put on that position for me. Exactly. And I think the, the thought behind it is we want to create an equities-like workflow. Mm. So unlike some of these retail exchanges or other platforms where prefunding and hot wallets are required, when you trade with Cowan Digital, there's no prefunding required. Um, that's both through a high touch trading where we can, uh, we can trade riskless principally or, or make markets as well as our low touch offerings. So right now we're live with the TWAP sweeps, um, limit orders through a low touch offering that that's similar to equities. So you don't prefund the trade. You can just trade with us and then you can essentially post trade settle. Um, at the end of the day, we offer T plus one settlement to some clients, um, the same way you trade with equity. So you can allocate trades to different wallets, um, at different custodians and we can, we can help facilitate that. Okay. Understood. Obviously this is unique, this market environment that we have found ourselves in as a middleman, as it were, what has it been like to sit between the market which is very much uh, um, concentrated around the FTX empire and your clients. What, what does that look like? So from the start, um, the model that some of these companies have been using um, really wasn't going to be something that we would ever do. We were never going to offer on collateralized lending. Um, we always had processes and procedures in place. And, and we really wanted to be thoughtful around the separation of a lot of the, the entities, so including separation of trading and custody. Um, if you look into an equities, an asset manager who has trillions of dollars and try to explain to them, you're going to have your fiat on the New York Stock Exchange. You're going to trade through the New York Stock Exchange app, which will route orders partially to the New York Stock Exchange, and then the New York Stock Exchange salesperson will cover you. Yeah. And they'll custody your assets at the New York Stock Exchange. This would be, this would be really um, uncommon workflow, let's say. So we, we were of the, of the mindset that we were going to be everything that capital markets can offer, but we weren't going to be housing client assets, and we weren't going to be building out, our, building out custody. Um, that being said, we do have a custody partner uh, at Standard Custody. Um, the, poly, the parent company is called PolySign. So um, we led their Series B round um, 18 months ago, and then again their Series C round for them to acquire MG Stover. Um, but again, we're a yep. minority interest in, in this custody platform that we think is best-in-class institutional 
segregated wallets um, so that our institutional and non-crypto native clients will have sort of an integrated solution from fund admin custody and trading. But we can we can allocate to any wallets, we can trade in, into multiple wallets um, across the spectrum. And we think that's an important part of the way the business should be segregated. So you're taking, uh, or you've taken a much different market structure um, approach in a sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, you had mentioned um, clients are, are certainly asking for information and, and thought leadership and research and strategy has been at the forefront of what we're doing. So um, we have a digital data scientist who's building out a warehouse of the different protocols and valuation frameworks. He's published on Ethereum, Polygon, um, Avalanche, and we've coupled all of those with sort of deep dive um, podcasts or fireside chats with the leadership of these protocols. Um, and then we publish a few times a week sales notes that are more topical um, on topics like what's going on uh, in the news cycle today and, and others. So we're really trying to be a resource for our clients without taking our own proprietary positions and without really holding on to their assets just to sort of be the way station. Understood. Did you have any exposure to FTX? No, we have, we have no exposure to um, FTX at all or, or any of the exchanges. Um, we are not holding any client assets either. Maybe from like a, a deal-making perspective, there's a lot of stress in the market. Are you anticipating consolidation? Um, you know, obviously the capital markets are probably going to be, the breaks are going to be hit. I think there's a lot of capital still on the sidelines, um, especially from the venture side, waiting to come into the space. And there's a lot of deep pocketed firms and funds that have invested in companies and will continue to. I think what we might see is, you know, a use case for traditional finance to have a role in the capital flows and the structuring around deals. I think, um, especially in the bull market, you saw all of these new firms, crypto natives, you know, going it out on their own. Every, every, um, every company that or raised that we got a look at was already oversubscribed without a deck. And that was when Bitcoin was at 60,000. And I think people will be much more conscious of, of what they're investing in, you know, cash flows and revenue streams and, and ways to profitability. But I do think that does give way to the need for, you know, investment banks and, and the right marketing materials and the, the right advice around consolidations. Cause for, for sure there will be opportunities, um, both on the side of, of, you know, mergers and potential ways for companies to combine, but also a need for capital from companies that are profitable. Wobi, one of the world's leading virtual asset exchanges, has been providing convenient and professional virtual asset services to more than 50 million users in more than 160 countries for nearly a decade. At Wobi, their mission is to make crypto accessible, building the go-to hub for the next billion crypto users. Wobi believes crypto shouldn't have any barriers to entry. Wobi is committed to asset and platform security to help you understand risks and make informed decisions to protect you and and your assets. Learn more today at Wobi.com. I also want to give a shout out to Ledin. 
Ledin, Bitcoin backed loans and savings by Bitcoiners for Bitcoiners. As we've seen, not all digital asset lenders are created equal. Ledin prioritizes safeguarding clients' assets with its robust risk management approach. That is why Ledin doesn't actively trade or invest in DeFi yield generation strategies with its clients' assets and only supports Bitcoin and USDC two of the highest quality and most liquid assets in the industry. Ledin is also dedicated to transparency, which is why they are the first digital asset lending company to complete a proof of reserves attestation. Learn more about Ledin at ledin.io. Ledin, where your digital assets come to life. I don't know if it's a result of how engaged people are, but information spreads so quickly. And that's like, the unique thing about crypto is we have these run-ups and then the drawdowns are just so much more painful. Yeah, it's really it's really crazy. And and right prior to this, and you know, I'm a I'm an options guy from my background, we were looking at volatility. Um Bitcoin and Ethereum were had realized volatility below the Nasdaq, which is, you know, something that has happened maybe for a few days over over the past five years. But you know, Bitcoin is realizing, you know, fifty to hundred vols over um, the Nasdaq and even more if you go back past 2017. And it was quite unvolatile. You know, the, the volatility looked cheap. Um, and now this happened and it, you know, is very much back to sort of levels seen a couple years ago. Um, so the market certainly wasn't predicting this. There wasn't this, you know, bid to the downside on the options. And it was, like you said, extremely quick. I think looking back at Luna as, as another example, um, that was, you know, destruction of, of wealth and capital, but the markets really played out like they were supposed to, you know, the, the, the capital calls and the margin calls, um, they worked as they should have. This is, you know, two companies that were titans in the space. Um, and it was just really interesting to watch it play out in real time. Um, you know, I hope this only brings, more clarity around regulation, around collateral, um, around, you know, what people are doing with customer assets. I think that's the most important thing. And, you know, I, I hope going forward that this, this will, will, will bolster the, the space, but, um, for the short term, it's obviously just a lot of pain and, and for selling. A lot of pain indeed. Max pain. No max bidding. Not yet. <laughs> no bidding yet. I mean, I do think that um, there's going to be there's going to there's going to be some hopefully to your point regulatory clarity around the market structure. People talk about when are we going to know which assets are securities? What we really need to know is how should the credit market work, right? right. How you know what collateral is acceptable? What are the parameters around lending? And no one was no one was trying to figure that out. You know, I remember talking with a CEO in the space, must have been before the pandemic, I think 2019. And he said, the one thing that I can't find or can't hire for is a um, crypto credit expert. Mm-hmm. And it's funny in hindsight. Well, not funny, but it's unsurprising. Yeah, I think... 
That's the holy grail. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. We have we have a team at Cowan that trades all of the banks are bankruptcy claims, so they've been very involved in Mount Gox for almost a decade, um, and are you know looking at Voyager and Celsius and trying to help our clients um, trade those bankruptcy claims. And I'm sure these you know recent events will have more bankruptcies following it um, and things to do. And then on the the collateral management side, I think once again. We need to, you know, have trusted counterparties, but also have access to the right collateral. Um, what what is the right collateral? Like in hindsight, like FTT shouldn't have been used as collateral for loans. You know, to me, if you're running a, a well collateralized book with, you know, U.S. dollar, Bitcoin, and Ethereum as your collateral markers, I don't, I don't think that even in these drawdowns that that drawdowns and potential. Uh, bankruptcies, I don't think that that book should be um, very volatile. Um, you know, at Cowan, we have securities finance business. We trade biotech stocks that move, um, you know, some of them 100% in a day. And we we manage around that as well. So I think there is a framework that you can bring to digital assets to have a, a really robust lending market. You just, um, you need trusted counterparties on both sides and you need an orderly way for, for collateral to be moved around. And, you know, that, that's certainly on our roadmap and something we're trying to provide. Are there any silver linings? Anything that you see as hopeful? One, I mean, SBF's casual attire has allowed me to, you know, dress in jeans and a, <laughs> and a sweatshirt and, and look, you know, professional so i know that was actually that was really great for conferences like no sweat you know rock up to salt in a t-shirt and jeans and be okay wasn't the case when we went to dc though you need you need a suit in dc and and for some of some of the the tradfi conferences but that that has definitely been a positive um and on a serious note you know i think hopefully this brings all of the you know powers of E together, and you know I, I welcome you know a set of rules ahead of time that we all you know look to abide by, and and hopefully that allows the big institutional investors, the, the trillion dollar balance sheets, to start allocating to the space. Um, you know the price action certainly is, is is slowing that, but they're all building. You know we have over two thousand accounts at Cowan on the non digital side, and they are all. They're all forming working groups. They're all getting the pipes ready to to take part in either the next bull market or the next use case. Um, and we're also seeing a lot of the the long short portfolio managers apply the same framework and either start spin out funds um, or you know spin outs within their their multi strat funds to to trade digital assets. So hopefully, hopefully the silver lining is that continues and there's a consolidated list of correct counterparties and and we'll we'll see you know better controls around how, how customer assets um, are seen. Look, to me, the, the long-term extreme bull scenario and, and the reason I'm involved in this is the user experience of blockchain um, for everything we do. You know, if you look at video games and Web3, the u- user experience, the user interfaces aren't there yet, and you're seeing, you know, people go from all of the, you know, Google, Facebook, YouTube, Amazon, to a lot of these protocols and they're building. So when there's a great video game on the blockchain, which to me makes a lot more sense to have portability of your your 
in-game assets and, and a lot of the things you can do off-platform, people won't care. People don't look at Instagram and be like, I'm using Instagram instead of TikTok because it's on you know, C++ as opposed to Python. Eventually, the rails will be that crypto crypto undertones won't, or the underpinnings of the technology, it won't matter um, what that is because the use cases will be there and there'll be, there'll be widespread adoption. And, and, you know, I think there's some work to do on where that value accrues. Um, you know, tokenomics of some of these larger chains does allow for that value to accrue to the token holders um, as well as the governance. And I think, I think that is a, is a huge use case, but I, I, I don't know that today is the, the day we see the turnaround. Definitely not. Who do you think is the biggest winner? I, I hate to say that we're a winner from this, but you know, our model certainly survives and thrives in, in a market where um, counterparty risk and user experience and um, the workflows that we've created for institutions only um, succeeds. So this is this is certainly a competitive advantage for us. Um, although, you know, we're, we're of the opinion that the entire ecosystem needs to survive and, and really are no true competitors. Everyone's a partner, um, even if companies have similar business lines and, and certain things that we do. Um, but I think the large brands out there will be able to acquire talent to get out to the public that their processes and procedures and controls are in place. And, and I think we'll grow from there. All right. Well, on that hopeful note, we'll leave it there. Drew, thanks so much for joining the show. Thanks for having me. This was a, this was great. Even though uh, even though things are unsavory and not as rosy as we would like, it was great to be in person. And you know, if nothing else works, we'll just go work out every day. Absolutely. And where can we learn more about what you guys are working on? So you can go to the Cowan website. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, and you know we're out there in the press a lot. So please contact me. Will do. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for tuning in. The Scoop will be back for you again with another great guest. Have an awesome day.